And we are back in the booth, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you guys for tuning in, logging on to another interview, another edition of the War Report Radio Series. I am your gracious host, Jared Adams. It is about 3.23 a.m. in the morning. We are working hard at work getting these podcasts out as soon as they are recorded to the public, to the masses. Get this thing rolling. Episode 95 with my nigga Jay Carp, straight out of West Baltimore. Addressing all of your accounting needs, all of your taxing needs. You know it's tax season coming up very, very soon. Accounting, real estate, you name it. New office in Buckhead. 27 years old with employees. Yetig. So shout out to my nigga Jake Carp on this one, man. We ain't gonna waste too much time. Follow me on Twitter at War Report Radio Straight Through. Follow me on Instagram at War underscore Port underscore Radio. Peace. Checking off, man. And we are back, man. After some technical difficulties, I'm here with my nigga Jay Cartman. I'm your gracious host, Jared Adams, man. We in the War Report. This is another episode of the War Report Radio Series, man. Uh, Jay Cartman. Get the mic, you know what I'm saying? Tell the people who definitely. you are, get a, get a listener some background, man. We finna start this podcast off. Most definitely, yeah. So my name is Justin. Everybody call me J-Car. Yeah. Uh, I'm originally from Baltimore City. I grew up in West Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Uh, currently live in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I went to school here uh, back in, came down here in 2010. Yeah. Went to Clark Atlanta University. Yeah. Where I majored in accounting. Mm-hmm. Um, after I graduated, you know, stayed back and... Pursued a couple things, and mm-hmm. I've been trying to figure it out since. Yeah, I, uh, it's funny, man. When I was writing down my questions, I totally forgot you went to Clark, too. So, like, the Clark uh, network out here is just crazy. Oh, man, like, it's crazy, So feel like man. if you went to Clark, you know pretty much know everybody. You know half the city if you went facts, to Clark or something like that. Facts, The whole AUC, Clark, Atlanta, Spelman, yeah. and Morehouse. You know, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like pretty much a lot of people go come out, graduate, and do great things in the yeah. city of Atlanta. So, what, like, you, what year was this? What year was this? I graduated in 2015. Okay. About four years ago, four, almost five years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when you get out here, like 2010, 2011? Yeah, I can't have 2010. Okay. Probably the greatest year of my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, yeah. So talk about that, man. Like, all right, what made you want to come to Clark Atlanta? Like, why did you make that decision? Why did you make that move from uh, West Baltimore? You want to know what's crazy? Yeah. Um, I, I decided to come to Clark Atlanta because my sister went to uh, Morris Brown. Okay. Right. So yeah. I always looked up to my big sister or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know, I'm gonna go. How to many Mo- years apart? Are y'all? She's about eight years older than me. No way. Yeah, yeah. I was eight when we dropped. I was about eight, seven, nine when we dropped when we dropped off at Morris Brown. So it's my older okay. sister, not okay. my twin sister. My older sister. Oh, you have a twin sister? Yeah, I got a twin sister. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like confused. I was like, damn. I thought you was like kind of near age. That's why oh, yeah. I asked. Oh yeah, yeah most yeah. definitely. I do have a twin sister out here. Shout I didn't know Jessica. you had a twin, man. Oh yeah, now. she popped, and she way more cooler than me. So oh shit, damn. Uh, shout out to Jesus. your uh, twin sister and the older sister. Too. Most definitely. And shout out to Morris Brown, RP. Most definitely. But yeah, I um. So you know, I I wanted to go to Morris Brown, but those things, something you know, they went through what they went through with their accreditation, right? Yeah. Um. So I was like, you know, let me try Clark. I never toured, but I always knew I wanted to get out of Baltimore. Yeah. So I'm like, let me apply. Mm-hmm. And you know, lo and behold, I was here. And the crazy thing is, they was the only school that that accepted me at the time. For real? Yeah, like my grades. Believe it or not, my grades were the best in high school. Yeah. Right? It wasn't that I was dumb or anything. I just didn't apply myself. My focus yeah. was on other things. Mm-hmm. So 
you know, I come time to, you know, apply for college, everybody was denying me. Yeah, and yeah, Clark yeah. approved me like with a condition, like it was crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when I got that, when I got down there, you I tried to my go thing. to like summer school first or some shit like that. Um, it was more so like a like a freshman orientation. Mm-hmm. Um, then it was an added class on my schedule. Okay. Uh, just to make just for a semester, just to make sure I was on track. But yeah. I did my I've been doing my thing since then though. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, my uh middle brother and shit. Uh, he went to uh Morgan and she got accepted into Morgan, but yeah. uh. He had to do like this little freshman special thing yeah. as far as for his enrollment or some shit like that. But uh Yeah, so alright, so the clock, man. Something about Atlanta obviously kept you here. So like what sure. like what happened it between the midst of like, alright, now I'm like a student, I'm graduating, I'm gonna stay and figure this Atlanta thing out. Yeah, most definitely. I started Keep pursuing it. I started tapping into what I really like to do. You know, mm-hmm. I was always about my hustle. I was always about turning a dial into two. Mm-hmm. Um, so I seen that that was possible um, yeah. out here in Atlanta. It's, yeah. a lot, it's a lot of black people that do well out here. Mm-hmm. What was what was what, what what was kind of like the turning point? Was it was it a turning point or was it just kind of just like obvious that this was? Oh yeah, it was definitely a turning point. You know, growing up where I grew up, it wasn't really. It was more of a survival type thing. It wasn't mm-hmm. too much of flourishing to see that you had it and didn't live nowhere near. It. Well, you did yeah, yeah you know yeah. so i come down here in atlanta i see people as young as me riding in nice cars and mm-hmm. you know i've been i started tapping into networks where i'm around people who got big houses mm-hmm. legal money yeah you know so i'm like and this when i was 18 fresh out of baltimore so i'm mm-hmm. like dang i got i like this I, yeah. and then i started tapping into what they really did mm-hmm. and everybody just was just well to do for themselves out here yeah. in, in their own right whether they was an entrepreneur Facts. You know, and they, a good career. It was, mm-hmm. you know, people was, are doing stuff. Exactly. So it, that was new to me, and it really kind of inspired me and motivated me. Yeah. All right. So uh, get a listen to some background on what you're getting into, like around now. Like fast forward 2019, going into the fucking new decade, 2020, next Definitely. month. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you're on the right track right now, as far as like entering the new decade. And like we gotta, we gotta pretty much finish this decade off strong. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta strong, bro. We gotta go into 2020 like all all hands rolling. Most definitely. So like you're into like taxes and accounting and yes. real estate. So yeah, obviously I had to get you on the world port for a reason to talk some game about that. Like, um, so you do all three, correct? Yeah, or I, do, I do. I do all three. Is there anything else that you? put yourself under or just those three things i'm working on some things right now but mm-hmm. primarily um i focus on accounting and taxes mm-hmm. um accounting and taxation i have my own accounting business out here in atlanta mm-hmm. uh carpenter tax accounting mm-hmm. i'll be located in buckhead in buckhead right by lennox mall yeah um i also invest in real estate mm-hmm. uh back in baltimore west baltimore where i grew up yeah so. uh i have to ask you is like is the business separate do you consider those like kind of separate entities as far as Taxing yeah. and accounting is, is one thing and then the real estate is completely separate. Yeah, I definitely I definitely consider them separate entities. You know, um accounting and taxes, we provide taxation as far as individual tax preparation. Yeah. Business tax preparation, bookkeeping, business management, the mm-hmm. list goes on. Yeah. Um and then you 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 know jump into the real estate lane mm-hmm. where we more so buying vacant homes mm-hmm. um and turning them into section eight housing. Yeah. So better quality housing. In an urban community yeah. at affordable prices, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, it all roll up to the same hustle. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely um, do you only? Why do you only do well uh, real estate in uh, West Baltimore? Like, obviously, you're familiar with the with the yeah. area and like the trends of the other neighborhood. But uh, I wanted to get into you like comparing it to like Atlanta real estate or something like that. Or do you, or do you not really? 
really focus on like local real estate right here in Atlanta? Um, Atlanta is definitely a great market to dab in um, mm-hmm. as far as from a real estate standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, I just decided to enter the game somewhere I, somewhere I was comfortable. Yeah, like yeah. you know, I'm really from the inner city in West Baltimore, so it's mm-hmm. one of those situations. Was you know how it is you're from yeah, New York, yeah. so it's like. You have a neighborhood maybe two blocks over. Mm-hmm. It's a cool block where you can really invest in, but mm-hmm. three blocks that way is more so like drugs, crime. Yeah, you yeah. want to kind of stay but this away block from is it. cool. You know, but this, this block, block is coming cool. up. Yeah, this People block own their homes. Ain't yeah, no that yeah. many section eight. You know, so that's how. I, so I know Baltimore like the back of my hand. So I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, I can really have have my way out here. Yeah. Um. So and it's just other factors that allowed me to just mm-hmm. uh explore out there. You know, the market is so doing so. It's on the rise. It's on mm-hmm. the turning point. Yeah. So the deals, man, they're out of this world. So you got the opportunity to really get some great deals out there. So okay. I definitely plan on tapping in Atlanta soon, but that's when I really go big on big, you know. Okay. Um, would you say uh like so you do like taxes and accounting, so like yeah. would you say uh like how would you what is taxes and accounting, bro? Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Because, like, like the the government don't teach you shit about taxes, so right. like we out Every year we gotta either go like online or find a tax guy or yeah. and you're you're a tax guy. Yeah, definitely. So like what made you wanna step into that lane? Obviously people need their taxes done, there's a need for it. Right. But like how'd you even learn this shit? You know So I mean? yeah, for sure. So I went to school for accounting. Um yeah. and a lot of my internships were in accounting. Um mm-hmm. but I always fell in love with I fell in love with the just the 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 principle of accounting, right? Mm-hmm. What's but the principle of accounting? Um, you know they say is accounting may not it may not while it may not be the most interesting subject it's the most important subject that you need to know long term if mm. you want to be wealthy and be sustainable. Yeah. All right. So with that, you know, I fused that into me wanting to help people. I knew there was a demand for. I knew there was an open market for. You know, mm-hmm. pretty much everybody walking this planet, Earth right now, or in the U.S. needs their taxes filed. Right. Facts. So I just seen the opportunity, um, and I can, and I always had a passion for biz, like for business and just. Mm-hmm. Hustling, period. Yeah. So I just infused the two, you know, took my book smarts as mm-hmm. far as knowing accounting, being good with numbers, understanding how money works, yeah. um, and then infusing it into more so, you know, with the hustle, with the grind. Yeah. yeah. And, and being like a one-stop shop for full service. And exactly. So, you know, yeah. full service accounting. We do business tax preparation, individual tax preparation, mm-hmm. uh, bookkeeping. Um, yeah. Even business management, artist management, mm-hmm. you name it, we can do it. You know, and we're expanding. Yeah. What are some of the most important things, like on, on as far as your day to day in that type of landscape? Like, what do you deal with on a day to day, or like what yeah. type of issues arise? You know what I'm saying? So right now, it's kind of interesting for me. Um, I'm in a I'm in a transition right now where I'm hiring um, a few people. I've hired about seven people on with, onto my company to work yeah. with me. Yeah. Um, in a new season, so. My day can go through a lot. I'm dealing with trainings. I'm dealing with mm-hmm. um, answering client existing client emails, sending out invoices, mm-hmm. um, actually doing accounting work, yeah. you know, and also delegating at the same time. So mm-hmm. it can be it can be a, it can be a lot going yeah. on. But how old are you, know. you, man? Like how do you, how is it? How old are you? in like how do you, how the hell you get employees, man? A lot of uh, black businesses don't have employees. You know, so like I'm I feel t- like ninety percent of black businesses don't have employees or some shit like that. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's a hard line to cross. You feel mm-hmm. me? So I'm 27. I'll be 28 yeah. June second. Yeah, congratulations, man. Thank you, man. Doing so, good things at 27 right now. So you know, to cross that line and get employees, you really got to stay focused, double mm-hmm. down, and invest back into your business. Mm-hmm. You know, most time, most oftentimes, a lot of businesses. Um, People that start up mm-hmm. businesses, they don't necessarily take the time and extra resources to invest back in the business. So, mm-hmm. you know, you b- invest back in the business, you double down. Mm-hmm. Um, you might you might just bubble up. So it's one yeah. of those things where just being calculated, 
mm-hmm. you know, understanding what the workflow, work capacity looks like for your business, mm-hmm. whether it's sales or clients if you have a service. Yeah. Um, and then adjusting and knowing what you need done yeah. and delegating from there. Yeah. Straight boss at 27. Uh, we got to talk about uh, the Buckhead office, man. You got to bring me through, man, to check yeah. it out, man. You got to come you check me like, out, man. What's yeah, going on with the Buckhead out. office, man? And uh, why'd you describe it? You know what I'm saying? And then, uh, like, what made you definitely think that you needed to make that move from, like, maybe, like, uh, like a co-worker space? I know you mentioned WeWorks earlier to, like, nah, I'm going to get my own spot. And right. this is the right spot for me right now. Like, what, what made you make that move? For sure, man. So, as far as that, I was just thinking more so going big mm-hmm. um, and aesthetic. Mm-hmm. You know, the location really sells itself. Yeah. WeWork was a great opportunity for me. I had an office there, but it was a much smaller office that really just fit me and maybe one other person. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was thinking, I'm always, I'm thinking about expansion going into 2020. Yeah, you feel me. So going into the new decade, not yeah. just the year, the new yeah. decade. You gotta go in a whole new decade, yeah. a whole new ten years. To whole run new, it up, t- right? we on a whole new tight time right now. Oh, that's facts. So yeah, you feel me? I seen that. I seized that opportunity. You know, I'm like, okay, I want to really, you know, scale up. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have people working with me now. Yeah. I want to really. Did the employees come before the office or does the office come before the employees? The office comes before the employees. You don't mm-hmm. really, you got to do everything in steps. You feel me? You don't yeah. want to really bite off more than what you can chew. Mm-hmm. Um, but for a while, even before the office, I was doing taxes out the corner of my apartment. Mm-hmm. So you got to really understand what your costs are, what your overhead is, and keep it low mm-hmm. until you're able to really jump out there. And expand. Exactly. Exactly. And that's yeah. where a lot of people go wrong at. You know, mm-hmm. they want to. They wanna they wanna look big instead of being big. It's mm-hmm. all about just being calculated and really making it's chess moves. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm proud of you, bro. Like that's yeah, that's really crazy. Like you probably the first dude I ever uh met that's my age that got his own like office space man. and his own employees, man. It's a working project. It's very rare, though. man. It's yeah. A, I appreciate that. We gotta, so, get, we gotta get that shit on the I'm like, man, nigga gotta come in the world, bro. <laughs> um, definitely. Yeah, what side of the business do you like enjoy the most and what, what side of the business do you like? try to like delegate you know what i'm saying like what do you enjoy doing or like, do you enjoy all of it I, I enjoy all of it for the most part but what i really really what i'm finding my niche is uh mm-hmm. i like working with from a business management standpoint mm-hmm. um i recently just started working with um some producers mm-hmm. and some artists here in atlanta yeah. um, from a business management helping them manage their finances and budgets and how they spend money and mm-hmm. making sure they pay their taxes that type of thing yeah. so i like being that pretty much like kind of like doing that role for them. Exactly, like a yeah. therapist from a financial sense. Like what mm-hmm. makes sense for them. Like they call me all t- all times of the day, all times of the night, mm-hmm. just to have a conversation with me about just basic stuff about where they see themselves living at. You know. Yeah. Um. So I'm taking a step back from the actual grunt work of doing taxes per se, mm-hmm. and I'm delegating now. You know, that's fun because you get to learn the business and you really understand taxes and the tax mm-hmm. law. But I'm starting to step into a new lane where I'm pretty much more so working with the artists, working with the producers, mm-hmm. and uh, on a day to day and just helping them manage their money from day to day. Yes. So artist calls you like what? What's his main issue? You know what I'm saying? Uh, just give me an example. Give me, give the listener some some insight. It's like, all right, yeah. an artist might call you. It's it's 11 o'clock right now. We doing this podcast. An artist might call you like, yo, Jay, I need some um, advice real quick. What what are they calling you for? Man, it can be different things. It can be something as serious as he received a tax notice in the mail today that he owed mm-hmm. $20,000 in back taxes. Yeah. Or he can call me like, and what the fuck is this uh, thing I got in the mail, man? Right, like i never seen no shit make like this that make, before. Yeah, make, make this make sense. Exactly. And that's what, yeah. I, you know, that's what I do. And that's what I explain to him. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So we go through the process of really handling it. 
But then it all it can also be as simple as you know they trying to decide that they want to spend thirty forty thousand dollars on a chain. Yeah, and yeah. And if yeah. that makes sense as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm just more so that voice of reasoning form. Um, yeah. When it comes to certain. Have stuff you like ever that. advised any of your clients to get the fifty thousand dollar chain, or do you advise against ju- buying big jewelry purchases? I, or it depends on the person. It depends on the person, man, and what their yeah. situation is. Because everybody's deal different. Everybody's um, mm-hmm. business structure set up different, right? Like, yeah. if, you, if you know we've been managing your income and your expenses monthly and we see that, you know, you've been doing good this month. You, royalties kicked in. This, this check, royalty check is a little bigger this time. Mm-hmm. You know, go ahead and do it. You know, yeah. I, but my, my angle is to make sure that all business is handled first mm-hmm. before you play. Yeah. You know, but these they work hard, so they be studio late nights, all type of stuff. So mm-hmm. I just want to make sure that they, um, you know, that they enjoy understand it a bit. understand like how their money is right because these dudes came from they they just like us we they come from inner city a lot yeah. of these dudes didn't really come from much for real you know mm-hmm. so they walking into these million dollar deals you know getting royalty checks of fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars like what do you think they gonna do with it yeah you know so maybe buy like a car or some shit or Man, buy these, two cars I don't know. Yeah, you you know you. I ain't on that level yet. I'm I'm headed there, but I ain't on that level yet. (laughs) It's crazy, man. I'm trying. I'm trying to get on that level. I need an accountant. No, for (laughs) sure, man. But yeah, definitely. It's it's been an experience working with him, though. uh, But I definitely can't get. Got to get back to the basics of uh, actually doing taxes. So I still keep my hand in that, though. Yeah, yeah. From a from a quality check standpoint, right? But I really like how I'm positioning myself to really be more so on some like business management yeah, artist yeah. management yeah yeah that's real smooth like you know what I'm saying you're gonna have to be able to definitely like wear a lot of different hats play a lot of different roles for different people so yeah like, it, you know what I'm saying? It, I definitely want to ask you like what type of skills you know what I'm saying do you look for in a person that's like um that you may want to like work with or something like that or like say if you got like a younger person out there who's like 16 17 listening to this podcast right definitely. now they're like what skills do they kind of need to develop to like kind of make it in your lane you know what i'm saying um in my lane to really succeed it's all about relationships mm-hmm. it's all about how you connect with people how yeah. you make people feel mm-hmm. you know of course being smart that's you need that right yeah. you gotta have like some book type smart of, book smart and, and that's street a, smart right so you gotta have a little bit of both right it's all and then trickling down to relationships and making sure that you're able to connect with people and really you know make sure that that person is a go-getter you gotta be a go-getter you gotta be a forward thinker you always got to think two steps ahead, mm-hmm. you know. So if you fail to do that, you gonna fall behind. You are gonna be look up like what happened. Yeah. So those, and then you got somebody got to be a team player and be mm-hmm. coachable. Yeah. Cause a lot of people out here think they know everything. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I'm still learning yeah. every day. So got to be somebody that's more so willing to learn and optimistic. You know. Okay. Um. Let's get into some real estate. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Um. I'm uh, in the process of finishing up this fucking Grant Cardone book right here. That's a good book right there. Um, you, you read this? Um, I started it. I haven't finished it. He was talking about he's talking about apartments in here, like yeah, multi unit, multi unit. Yeah. That's how you get your bread because the banks lend on multi units a little bit more. Yeah. Um, the actual rent of the like the rent were way the bigger. rent the rent is way crazier. Crazy. That's going to like it's too build crazy. down. It's going to pretty much pay off the debt. Why you find another buyer for the rental? Mm-hmm. So you are gonna have cash flow. I'm learning a little bit of this shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's real cool. Yeah. Um, but like in this first chapter, some, 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 like, like first thing, like.
like not investing is probably like the worst investment for one. That can, you can apply that to anything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like not not doing anything is probably the worst thing to do. That's the worst thing. And to then do. um, it's just like, dude, like the way you break it down is like, look, real estate always going to be popping because it's like it's literally land. So right. like. The, pri- the, the price of the land is going to change. You know what I'm exactly. saying? It's probably going to go up. And everybody will always need somewhere to stay. Yeah, so somebody's cool. always going to need some place to live. Yeah. So, like, what are, um, do you see, like, a, I, I hear, I would say you probably see a lot of uh, black people in real estate. Yeah, um, Do you see that um, there's a lack of black people in real estate in other areas? Would you say or not? I think so. Because you got to think back to when we was kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I know me growing up in Baltimore, like, the Jew, the Jewish guys, mm-hmm. they owned a lot of years. important real estate. Important real estate, like yeah. even like you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of people in Baltimore who you know were on section eight. You mm-hmm. know, they didn't own their own section eight. Very common, mm-hmm. owned by the Jewish guys. They own half the block or half the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So they've been they've been doing it for years, but it's just a matter of a lot of people not knowing. Mm-hmm. You know, or may not, or some people may just not know. Some people may just don't have a evenness to learn. But it's, yeah, yeah. it's definitely something that I think we should all get into. Yeah, like for me, um, like even after I finish this book, it's like, how do I go about going, like making your first deal kind of in real estate? So like, what advice would you give on, on somebody like, I right, bet I didn't read a fucking book. Now, like I have to obviously have to go out and like get right. experience and look at different deal, di- right. different properties and shit like right. that. So, um, yeah, like what was your first deal like pretty much? Um, my first deal, my, my, my situation, so I gave you two scenarios and how to get into the game. Mm-hmm. Um, my first deal was more so, I, I said, I jumped in. Yeah, you just saved. Yeah, right. I said, I said, I'm great, I just jumped in. So mm-hmm. my situation was a little different. Mm-hmm. But I did, but I, after a while, my first deal, I started wholesaling too. Mm-hmm. You know, if I, if I could take it back, I would wholesale. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would wholesale before I went all money on the property because it's just free money to just connect to the guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm seeing that now. Yeah, how hard is wholesaling right now, what you think? That's um, kind of what I want to do next. It's not that hard. It's, it's not that about, hard. It's all about, it's all about relationships, you feel me? And mm-hmm. building the pipeline. Mm-hmm. Once you get one investor, the next thing too. What do you mean by that? Um, like bigger, like bigger, bigger investors, or what do you mean? More investors, because investors hang around the best people with money hang around people. Yeah. So these guys talk about guys got private and so and so. Their friends and they don't want to explore that, you know. Yeah, yeah. If they invest, they not want to spend their money on their deal. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just going to be an up, up and up for you, especially if y'all go through the private right? Mm-hmm. Um, that way also mm-hmm. what about know. what about contracts though like as far as like so, are you, obviously you're you're in that kind of lane though where like you understand like how the contract should be what the shit gotta say and shit like that yeah you gotta, you gotta have a lot of you gotta have it, pretty much a lot of different skills i don't know yeah. bro so on the outside looking in it looks kind of daunting but like yeah. to a nigga with some experience it's like yeah. You're gonna learn just through experience alone. But definitely, it's like, it's what it's what the lawyers want. That's what mm-hmm. they want. They handle all that paperwork. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's, it's, it, it, it's, it's one and the same. A lot of times, these deals come with lawyers. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's your own yeah. um, But another way that you can get into the game, I know me and a good friend of mine, we want to events together. Mm-hmm. Um, talking pretty much the thing about going uh, trash and property preservation. What so, does that mean? That's pretty much going into a bad property. Real estate companies mm-hmm. will pay 
on a contract, we got that property out here, right? Whatever. That's amazing. Like mm. Yeah. So, so they'll like you gotta find the property obviously, but they'll yeah. pay you to to gut it out. To gut it out. Yeah, that's something you know, that's something you're looking into. Yeah. yeah. That's on like the low though. Like not everybody knows not about, that. about that. Well shit, the war report know about it. So everybody yeah. listening to this shit going. Sure. So it's definitely you know yeah. about it. it's always a guarantee check. But it's so make sure you not teasing crossing your eyes so a different way you can get to that like mm-hmm. that's something I'm exploring just like you don't another lane. Mm-hmm. Uh, smart as hell, by the way. I can see on here. Um, but shout yeah. her out, man. Yeah, man. Hey, Zelly, if you want here, we bring it. Yeah, so that's something you can get into, or like I said, or you can wholesale. You know, yeah, get your money that way. Host one wholesale day can land ten thousand dollars in thirty days. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah, uh, a few of things possible. You just go a long way to save. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you're jumping that way, but it's different way. It's different way. Okay. Uh, describe the vibe out here in ATL, man, compared to like other cities. Cause like we shout out to uh to uh Nay and Gita House and shit. They had us. So, uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to them. Um, yeah. they had us over for Taco Tuesday at their crib. And we was just like, damn, like, yeah, yeah, the tacos is rocking. The tacos rock. And shout out to them because that's how I met you too. So like, let's yeah, get a listen yeah. to some background on that, like. You know you know like the twins for mad long. Yeah, it was about ten years, yo. Ten oh, years. Man, that's fucking crazy. Ten years. That's no, longer than ten years. Yeah. I, I met them when I was twelve. I might have been twenty eight, so about sixteen years. That's fucking 10, crazy. Years ago, I, I was just saying ten years up a while ago. But yeah. I knew them, I met them when I was twelve, you know. We yeah. used that like a summer camp out of town, summer camp. Mm-hmm. Where we just like Was it just like, oh, you had a twin, they had a twin, yeah. something cool? Definitely, yeah. Like, <laughs> shit, you know, and then my yeah. pops knew they fan. Yeah. Pops knew they fan. Um, okay. So we just got tight on that. And that and they just went through another set by lane that switch up. Yeah. Super cool. Super cool. Shout out to And we just stayed connected ever since like, I went to school in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And then with the hour, you know, mm-hmm. trying to just like Jersey. Mm-hmm. We just kept in touch. Yeah, you know, yeah, so. yeah. So shout out to them. You know shout what I'm saying? That's how I met so, you and shit. Um, and then we've been cool pretty much ever since. Most definitely. So like, yeah, man, like, like describe the vibe out here because we were just like, damn, like other cities is like right. more focused on like, it's too like the, the mentality is just like super yeah. backwards. Yeah. We're out here, it's like, damn, like now, nah, like this, you can get legal money too. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? You definitely can get busy out here. You can get busy out here. It's a lot. It's a lot of legal money to be made out here. Like it's just Atlanta, just the bubble. Like I said, it's all about relationships and what you know. Mm-hmm. You know, you can you can meet somebody and make pursue the position. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So about what you bring to the table. Yeah. You know, definitely having the leverage out here is definitely um having leverage out here it definitely works. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. got something that people want from you. Yeah. How would you how would you um how would you gauge like your own um like relationships or like just connections in Atlanta? Do you feel like do you feel like like uh like you doing a hype for yourself or like you nowhere near where like it could be? Um, I feel like at, at my age, I feel like I do okay um, mm-hmm. as far as my relationships and stuff because I surround myself with a lot of people. I always hung over with people. Mm-hmm. I know some people with some serious cash, you know. Yeah. And and, and that's how they make crazy moves that you put in your game, mm-hmm. you know, because I force myself to feel outside my comfort zone with what I know what I'm used to. Yeah. Um, to really get to know them people, but um. Then people, of course, people I went to school with, that's mm-hmm. not taking up from people I went to school with, everything. They, everybody, I don't break things. Yeah. You know, but you only got. Now, CAU is everywhere. 
feel me? But you always have a you always gotta have a group of people that, that you see where you wanna be. Yeah. And that's why I like like to do it. But they more so on the one I'm not really more so going out, hanging out. That's more so on the one on one basis. I come into their world. Mm-hmm. Really like sit at their house and fuck it. Yeah. Sit at the coffee table with them and just talk with them. Yeah. And get the game, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's all types of people. It's like so I'm like, you know, and it's like you'd be surprised how many people one person move from. Mm-hmm. You know, so no, that's a fact. But I, I don't see myself anywhere. I mean, I see my. I, I'm nowhere near where I see myself. Yeah, yeah. Like I feel like I got so much more to do. Some yeah, man. Where do you even? Where like what's the what's the big goal like for 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 your company? Because like yeah. you're growing. You know what I'm saying? I know. Like you said, you wanted like 200 clients. Yeah. That's yeah, fucking. Man. That sounds fucking crazy. But yeah, I, I'm not gonna say that it's impossible. Yeah, man. So it's definitely possible. My goal is to own my own. My goal is to own everything, bro. Like, have my hands so much shit that it's like bad chill. Yeah. You know, like, put people to the position that. Everybody, that's always been me. Like, that's just been my oldest tool growing up and growing more. Like, always put your always put your people in position that they won't be able to Mm-hmm. Facts. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's when you don't feed the people, that's when they, that's when they look at you, start. Yeah, they show you know them crazy. When you shine, and it's like, you know, like, what's going on? Yeah. So, my end goal is like, own everything, bro. Like, have my hands so much stuff. So, I love people now. Mm-hmm. Um, and just have my, have just different people I close to that I got in my life mm-hmm. around me. Like, like, it's hard for me. It's hard to let people in. Yeah, yeah. You know, so if I left somebody in my life, that's aspect of my business. Like, just, you know, just being around, you know, and, Facts. So I just wanted to win with those people. That's the ball. Yeah, man. Touch on uh like the the switch yards and the war court real quick, cause I don't think we we got into that on like the yeah. the previous recording on on this podcast. We had some technical difficulties to life. Oh yeah, this is yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro. What you think about this, man? man what you we think right about now, we right downtown, right behind the Hawk Stadium. This yeah, last fuck, bro. Yeah, like it's real, <laughs> real, real like it's really industrious. It's like it's real like uh, a creative space, a creative vibe. Yeah. Like yeah. the whole setup is crazy. Like we got we in the studio right now. We got oh yeah, these these Dave. the first products right now. I don't know if we are gonna get a, a yeah, close setup. You know what I'm saying? It's some fly shit in here, man. I definitely like the setup. It's definitely one of the yeah. ones that's like this is gonna be some of my first products right here ever for the real report. You know what I'm saying? This is how we coming for the decade and yeah, this is dope. Bro. You know what I'm saying? So. I love it. I definitely love it. Yeah, I was telling you, man, I was telling you, like, the switch yards is uh, where I'm at with it right now. Just pull up on me. I'll, I'll be in here, you know what I'm saying? Like, you be grinding hella late, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some t- man, sometimes I don't leave here till 3 in the morning, man. But that's great. That's the, that's the shit yeah. people don't see, right? Yeah, that's just, I mean, yeah. You can see the finish result. This is uh, a momentous occasion right now. Another momentous pot. Yo, my podcast almost almost about to reach uh, 100 episodes. For real? Congratulations. I'm on... This might be 95 or something right, like that. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to do a big for uh, the 100. I want to do something special or something. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man, like the Swiss Yards is where it's at right now. Like, I'm surprised it's, it's kind of underutilized, I think. I might be yeah. I might be the first nigga to really put a lot of people on I feel you. to the yeah, space on this type of. I don't know if you move my office ahead if it makes sense. If the numbers make sense. Yeah, if the numbers make sense, you know what I'm I feel you, dog. Um, Let's see, man. What else? What else I have for you, real quick? Um, taxes. Let's get back into taxes. Yeah, definitely. That's the um, because tax season is coming up. Yeah. Uh, so in school we're taught calculus, we're taught algebra, we're taught basic arithmetic, right? Mm-hmm. Never any class on taxes, right? Same. So Same. why the fuck is that? And then like 
Did you have to take like a taxing one-on-one course to really learn like the basis of taxes or? So it's crazy, it's crazy that they don't really teach you that at school. Right? Yeah. But I was like I said, we need more school accounting. Um, mm-hmm. That's where you learned it. Yeah, we really got into that shit real deep, you know. So mm-hmm. we did everything from um, business tax, income tax, mm-hmm. uh, audit, uh, uh, all type of global, international accounting, like any type of accounting that you can think of, we really drill down to it and take it into a science. So, you know, it just one of those things. That's why I learned, you know, and then I just went and got certification and stuff like that. It's further, you know, further my education. Um, got the certification to actually really operate in that spirit. So it just worked out. Hold on, bro. Testing one two three. Testing one two three. Testing one two three. Testing one two three. All right, we can continue, man. We can continue. <laughs> oh, alright for sure. Yeah, I'm not sure it, what the hell was going on with my audio, but uh, shit kind of went. Well, the listener ain't gonna know, but uh, let's get right back into it, man. What the hell were we talking about, bro? Talking about taxes. Yeah, taxes. Real estate, so the taxes everything. are really fucked up here in the, in the U.S. As yeah, far bro, as it's real fucked. The up. average American not knowing what the tax benefits are, or people just really don't understand taxes. They really Definitely. would rather just some have to deal with somebody to delegate their Definitely. own taxes to. Yeah. So what's it like being on the opposite spectrum of that? Like, um, honestly, man, you see so much shit. Everybody tax situation different, right? But it's yeah. unique. But it feels mm-hmm. good because you're helping them out at the same time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Trump being in office really changed the game for a lot of folks, the average common taxpayer. Mm-hmm. But it really worked in favor for the top 1%. Mm-hmm. You know, some will argue that it was a great, you know, decision as far as the Tax Cuts and Job Act. Mm-hmm. Some people say it was a decision from hell. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, our, speaking of my, our people generally, it's like mm-hmm. we're not necessarily as educated about taxes as we should be because, mm-hmm. you know, our prior conversation is not taught in schools. Yeah. Right. But um, just that simple things, how to save for taxes, um, withholdings, mm-hmm. um, actual paying IRS, you know, even down to fill out like when you get a new job, how to fill out your W-4. Mm-hmm. You know, the same stuff that we want to talk. Oh, it's just taxes based. Everything is taxes based, and even understanding the intricacies of how to file your taxes yeah. is one of those things where it's not really taught. But you, you don't know until it's like you're in a situation where like, damn, I need. I wish I knew. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's one of those things. But it creates a demand on my end. You know, on the, on, the, on the other end, it mm-hmm. creates a demand for me. Uh, like I say I got leverage. You know, and I'm able to use that skill that I have yeah. to really um, do my thing with it. Mm-hmm. So you talked about. Um like President Trump and yeah. uh, his tax cuts and all that, and I didn't even really had that written down as like a question or nothing like that. For sure. But um, yeah, I th- I felt that's pretty interesting because um, say I don't really I think he's gonna get reelected, but that's neither so? here nor there. Say in twenty twenty four, somebody else gets in, changes right. the tax code. Like, what does that change for you? Like, how do you? How do you even know what the changes are? Like, you get an um, email stating, like, yo, from the U.S. government as an official tax guy, like, yo, right. these are changes. Definitely. This is what we expect from you. How does that work? So, you know, I typically, you, it's about staying current on events, mm-hmm. current what's going on at the White House from a tax standpoint, a legislation standpoint. Um, you know, I have my phone, but I, I got a side of me that sit up and watch CNN mm-hmm. and, like, read the newspaper as far as, like, stuff that go on financially. I don't really, you know, it's one of those things that I just... I just do, yeah. You know, um, but um, you typically get it. You you get you get notice about it. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, in my field, you got to take continuous education courses. 
where you got to keep furthering your knowledge of the tax laws and refresh it every year so you can stay current and certified to work in that field. Yeah. Um, and so they could take it away, or yeah, they can take it. They can take it away. Take your rights to practice away mm-hmm. um, if you don't comply with certain things, or you know, for your license and all mm-hmm. that stuff. So um, it's just. You know, it's one of those things where you just got to stay current when changes come. Yeah. It's always going to be some changes. There's always going to be some thoughts and some changes. Mm-hmm. Um, the current tax law that's it's in place right now is mm-hmm. until like 2025. But you yeah. never know. Some things can just get over overrolled. You know, new yeah. things can pop up. Yeah. Industries change that may require new tax laws. It's crazy right now. Yeah. How would you view the, um, like, some people will say, like, oh, all right, bet the rich got off on this new tax deal but um it's a little bit more tax growth is that my phone but um sure. that might be yours but um trying to buy it. uh yeah so like what's your view on that would you rather um, the taxes be 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 lower on the rich so that it could it, it, it technically could uh release more job growth or like how do you see it you know what i'm saying yeah i definitely think that as far I, as the being the rich being taxed versus the regular common man or the poor um it's that it's so crazy. This is like it's a socioeconomic type of thing. What do you mean by that? Um, where it's like it's classism and elitism. Where in this we live in a capitalist society, society. where everybody's about the dollar. You feel me? So it's mm-hmm. like when you have it's the have and the have nots. So it's like it's either you have it or you don't have it. So it, but that's it separates you in so many ways. You know, mm-hmm. like but from a tax standpoint, I think personally. The wealthy should pay more in taxes mm-hmm. because they get the biggest tax breaks. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. and right. they do. You feel like most Americans cheat their taxes, or um, I feel like a lot of Americans cheat their taxes. Yeah, because one, because a lot of people try to file them by themselves and they don't really know what they're doing, so they may be shorting themselves out of some money, mm-hmm. um, or omitting some things, or just doing doing it completely wrong. Mm-hmm. But they just worried about the refund, getting that money back. When yeah. it's not necessarily about that, it's more so making sure that you making sure that everything is done right mm-hmm. and everything is like. In accordance with the IRS mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying So a lot of yeah. people Do cheat it And a lot of people Like knowingly You feel me Like a lot of people Knowingly um, Just don't pay Don't file It's crazy mm-hmm. yeah, You'd be yeah. surprised Like a lot of people Don't want to deal With the IRS But it's one of those things You gotta pay taxes And die That's the only two things That's certain In this lifetime Yeah yeah So if you don't Do your taxes necessarily You owe the IRS Or how? Yeah I didn't even know that For um, me, to be honest Like I know that it deal like the internal revenue service is like they're fine. You gotta pay them. You got they want their money, man. I don't have people. I don't have people call me because they was on their way to pay their rent, and the IRS hit their bank account right then and there, and they didn't even know. The IRS can uh, yeah, they can levy your bank account, and they can levy your paycheck for what? Because you owe them money. If you owe them X amount of dollars, you haven't been paying them. They will they will levy your bank account and really take it. They will take it. And this isn't me. just this isn't just. Uh, I think is is taxes the only way you can owe, owe the IRS? Just back yeah, just taxes. taxes. Yeah, back taxes for real. Yeah, definitely. So if you mm-hmm. owe the IRS, you have a you have an expected date to pay mm-hmm. and, and quarterly tax payments. You know, yeah. um, about it fifteen. It's just a little different than student loans, though. It's different. Yeah, okay, it's different. Right, yeah. This is the federal IRS. Yeah, like how is a person like me owe the IRS though? Like, um, if you're not so someone would not well, owe the IRS if they pretty much didn't pay tax throughout the year. So let's say you got a job, mm-hmm. right? You're a W two employee. Yeah, you don't get no taxes. You get the job at the top of January. Mm-hmm. This whole tax year, your withholdings were like eight, seven, and eight. 
Mm-hmm. And when it's really supposed to be like you single, it's supposed to be like zero or one. Mm-hmm. But you put that, but having it high, you, you don't really take they the IRS don't really take tax because they're assuming that you got dependents. Mm-hmm. Um, where they you have other responsibilities where you file a head of household, mm-hmm. but you file a single, so it's like man, well he should be paying more in taxes. Yeah, you know. So now I owe the IRS so some many. Shit. You'd be surprised. A lot of people just don't know that, or that people just choose not to have taxes taken out at all, but want to be surprised when they get hit with that tax bill at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's one of those things. You just got to be on top of it And really know what you're doing God damn man. And talk some... to a professional man People We professionals for a reason And the crazy thing is What you'll find is What you'll find is People pay more mm-hmm. To people like me To clean some shit up Versus just Paying a fraction of that up front To make sure things are done right Because if the IRS mm-hmm. audits you That means somebody got to assist you With your audit Yeah Or go through your financial statements And making sure what you report is correct mm-hmm. That's going to cost yeah Because it's time You're going through a whole year Of his financial statements mm-hmm. That's going to cause You know It's just a time thing Yeah At that point Versus you know Things like Getting things knocked out The way up front And you know you Not having a, You you share the liability For one Because mm-hmm. the professional Is over it So if anything goes wrong It's on that professional Yeah And you make And it's going You know it's going to be correct Yeah So Facts So um do you think it's more by design that uh people don't know taxes though? Like it's definitely um like a conspiracy. It's like damn, like I right, one thing is for certain, like all right, we're gonna tax the people, but it's yeah. like for sure, like I think we ain't so. gonna tell them about. I definitely think it's the government. Yeah, yeah. and then and then taxes, break down bro. break down tax breaks too, because like not a lot of people understand that. Like, yeah. what do you mean the riches get the biggest tax breaks? Like they don't really pay out of pocket in taxes. Even though Man, you'd be surprised. If you, if you, if, I think if you looked at it though, like even though they're they're not paying, like they still pay the most taxes. Like you know what I'm saying, the rich still pay the most taxes, right? You'd be surprised, man. Or I, not? I, you'd be surprised, man. These people got are so smart with how they move their money and funnel their money. Mm-hmm. It's people paying little to no taxes out here. Mm-hmm. It's possible. It's possible it's for possible. a rich person to get off on their taxes. Or it's cheap. possible. Think about it. Trump ain't paying taxes in how long? He ain't go to jail yet. Yeah. So it's all about knowing what to do and just having the right person in place to make it happen. Not saying go and don't pay taxes now, but it's the tax breaks, though. It's like, so if, for example, like now you got the standard deduction raised from 6000 to 12000 right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's for average tax person, when you itemize your deductions, right, you typically take the higher of the two for the best tax benefit. Well, the average person is not spending over $12,000 on itemized expenses in, mm-hmm. on a day-to-day or in a tax year. So typically, if they cheated out of, you know, the money that you do spend and looking to get a benefit from mm-hmm. versus somebody that's in the 1%. They spend it over 12000 in a year on itemized tax, whether they home mortgage. The biggest thing is charity deductions, charitable, charitable donations. Yeah. You know, so they making those. That's where they getting those real big tax breaks. So it's not really. It's really at a disadvantage for um, the little guy. Yeah, but tax rates got lowered though. So on yeah. the back end, that's cool. You're not taxed much, but when you really get into the details about saving and really getting the tax breaks, man, that's good to the one percent. Mm-hmm. Well, not in that one percent. Just people in a, in that hot 39, 38, 39 tax break percent tax break. Okay, how do you feel about the? Um like the whole like oh like the government kind of incentivizing like the whole oh if you got 
if you're a single mom and you got kids, like each kid is worth like two bands, and I I think it's good. I think it helps the mom out. Yeah, but it's more. I I see that all the time. I deal with a lot of women who women and or men or couples who have kids and where they mm-hmm. where it's like it worked to their benefit to file kids because they be getting crazy amount of refunds like nine, yeah. ten, eleven thousand dollars. That's life changing for like the average uh, av- the average American to mm-hmm. get ten, eleven thousand dollars right there in like tw- two weeks. Mm-hmm. Like you can do a whole lot with that. But the thing is what I try to encourage them is to be smart with it. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people get all this money, they be struggling all year. And a lot of people get these refunds and these large refunds back and they go blow it on some dumb shit. Mm-hmm. And they go buy a car. They start yeah. being more lax. Like, they, mm-hmm. it's just, that's that's not recommended. Yeah. Although it's, it'll help you, it's incentivizing. But mm-hmm. it's not smart to get all that money and then you blow it. We know how it go. Tax season, tax season ballers. Yeah. And then by April or May. You need money again. They money gone. Yeah. You know, so I try to get people to save their bread, invest it, and really flip it. Like, if you got a business. Mm-hmm. Take some of that money and take some money, whatever, whether it's a refund or anything, really. But since we're talking about taxes, if you're getting a refund this tax season, take some, take a couple hundred and put, buy business cards or something. Mm-hmm. That's way more better. That's buying a hundred business cards to potentially get a hundred customers mm-hmm. is way more valuable than buying some Gucci sneakers. Yeah. You can go buy the Gucci sneakers once you get the hundred customers. Mm-hmm. Take it out of the top, do what you want. That's been my whole thought process. So I try yeah. to encourage people to save. And invest in you know that extra that extra money, yeah, and something else that's going to grow for them and really change their situation because ten thousand can change somebody's situation, yeah. Facts. If you do it right, if you do it right, it can change the situation. Mm-hmm. But you know, but people going to do what they want though. I can only just offer advice. I can't. You can't you know, force I, nobody to I do anything. I can't hold your hand. I, what I if uh, one of your clients is like, "Yo, you know what I'm saying? I'm about to do this, like." You my accountant, but I don't, I don't give a fuck about what you're talking about. Like you could just you could talk him off the ledge, but you can't do anything about him to stop him from using his money. Pretty much. Yeah, like if I if I run into people like that, then it's just what am I there for? Mm-hmm. You know, if you if you hire me on or you want to work with me and mm-hmm. you're not taking my advice, what, what's the what are we doing? Yeah, you know. So it's one of those things where we just gonna have to have a come to Jesus moment. Like yo, like you got me here. What, what are we doing here? Cause you're clearly not, you know. <laughs> you're not listening. But people, you know, but people, but people, people pick up. They, you know, they um, they people learn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, got, you only run into a wall so many times before you be like, damn, my head hurt. Yeah. You know, so facts. So people are like, pretty much you were you were you were, you you've come to the conclusion that all your clients pretty much are taking your advice or yeah, a lot of them are. Or, some are hard headed though. Some yeah. of them I'll tell them like, and it'll be six months later, and they'll call me asking me the same question they asked when we talked, right? Yeah. But a lot of them, a lot of them are, a lot of them listen though, like listen to me and take my advice. You know, I'm like I'm not the end all be all, but in that aspect, I can provide some insight, right? Um, from a tax standpoint. So a lot of them take my advice. A lot of them, a lot of people started businesses this year. I'm one thing I can say. I've never seen this this many people start businesses this year that I know personally or on my Instagram timeline. I'm sure you've seen it. Yeah. A lot of people starting businesses this year, and that's the way to go. Ownership is the way to go. Yeah. So we can really have leverage out here. We can really do what we want. Or having your own, mm-hmm. having your own platform. So I've seen that a lot this year. A lot of people have been investing in themselves, and that's what I try to push people. Yeah. That I work with. Everybody yeah. don't do that. A lot of people just want to get you in their office and get in, in, and get you out the door. Mm-hmm. But anybody I work with is more so. Let's build something here. Let's build something here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. So. Yeah. 
Uh, so man, let's just get into like where you taking this thing, man. Twenty twenty beyond, like twenty twenty, we, we, man. We, we, we kind of discussed to. that a little bit, but um, man, twenty twenty. Get into that. Eat, get into that, man. I got a lot of shit up my sleeve. I'm be honest with you. Um, like I said, I just hired about seven employees. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really, oh, it's it's really a good way for me to bubble. Like I give you the breakdown. I give you all this piece. So it's weird. yeah, it's pretty much a situation where I'm training seven people to bring in their own clients. Um, about majority of them are black women. Mm-hmm. I love working with black women. They're the most smartest creatures on earth. Yeah, facts. They're caring, they're nurturing, they're personable, and there's no ego involved. And out here they get money. And they know how to get money. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They like so, money, they get money. You know? Um, they just naturally go-getters, right? Yeah. I'm being a black woman. but So like, a majority of my staff is black women. So what I did was, um, so what I did was I'm pretty much training them to get their own clientele. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm I'm licensing out my software, mm-hmm. providing them the training, the know how, and I'm also providing like the quality check and the quality assurance mm-hmm. to make sure like that. Any questions they got, they go to you. Right, and I overlook the return for their clients once they once, once they, they bring um, them to you. Right, and then okay, I look it over. It's correct. We process it, mm-hmm. and then it's more of a commission type thing where we work out percentages. Where I get a percentage of clientele, just providing their quality assurance. But the the beauty of it is they building their business. Mm-hmm. They learn in the business, and then they can just walk away. I'm not one of those people that's like, no, you got your clients; they're part of their mind too. Nah, you if anybody you bring to the table, you can gladly walk out the door with, mm-hmm. you know, because that's the goal: teach you and build you up to do your own thing. Yeah. So you can just walk away and get and do what you got to do and really eat, you know. Mm-hmm. So give it some time. You know, a lot of people won't walk away with a good situation. Yeah, knowing. Taxes, experience, a, yeah, experience, and with a solid client base. Cause think about it, somebody come with me and stick with me for about three years. Mm-hmm. Three years, you can have you can have a good amount of clients, like over a hundred clients. Like I, I hit my third year, I hit a hundred and fifty clients. My third year, and I'm on my, I'm going on my fifth year. Yeah. Like so, goddamn, it's all about the hustle though. You get you get out of it what you put in. Yeah. So while I'm I'm just I'm setting them up with the layup. It's either they're gonna make the shot or they're just gonna bounce off the rim. Yeah, yeah. But my goal is that they make a shot because if you know if one eat, we all eat. Yeah, yeah. So that's my whole that's my whole method with it. You know, just get some more entrepreneurs in the game. Mm-hmm. Wow, man. Um, as far as your uh, accounting clients, like how do they? How do you? How do you? How do they come to you? Type shit. Do they come off a referral right now for you? Or is it just like, oh, yo, or, you know what I'm saying? You yeah, know what I mean? So, because accounting is a little bit different. For somebody to trust you with their accounting, it's yeah. like, you got to have to know them on some Definitely. type of capacity to have them as a client. Definitely. So, like, what's your client building strategy for accounting, not just taxes? Um, put myself out there. Being personal, being myself. Yeah. Um, I don't try to overcompensate with who I am or really try to push on people what I got to offer those type of things I be myself and if people mm-hmm. want to rock with me they're going to want to rock with me Yeah. just by having a conversation with me you'll be able to tell that I'm intelligent mm-hmm. you know and the credentials speak for themselves mm-hmm. so what I do is I put myself out there I put myself around people even though I, I drive I ride in uh, ride shares a lot mm-hmm. like Uber and Lyft yeah. like I put myself in those situations where I have conversations with people like oh you an accountant Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had a cool ass conversation. Let mm-hmm. me get your number. I'm gonna link with you. Yeah, or if yeah. I go to a networking event, and I'm just casually talking. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I'm not one of the people that's always lead with what I do. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Even if you look at me or look at my Instagram, you won't even. You can't even. I'm not the typical suit and tie type of businessman. But I can get that way though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Only the money on the table. You mm-hmm. feel me? But generally, I'm by my, I'm, I'm myself. Mm-hmm. So what I do is put myself out there, be myself, so people want to learn more about me. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Um, and then also referrals. Yeah. Um. 
you know you did good work you good work you do good work for one person it's going it's going it's going to trickle mm-hmm. so word of mouth travels faster than anything okay. right um and then of course like instagram marketing marketing on instagram um and really you know focusing on the audience i, I did seminars for a minute um try to do the whole seminar thing mm-hmm. where i help free seminar to talk to people about taxes and doing taxes yeah um and how to well not doing taxes, how to survive tax season so mm-hmm. that's a good way to do it as well like mm-hmm. really putting yourself out there for people mm-hmm. to see you because people don't because here's the thing with business it's any business you feel me like people don't buy into the business they buy into the person that run that, that they buy into the person mm-hmm. you know people Facts. can have a bomb business but if nobody like you or fuck with you like that or you're not a good person, like you're a terrible person. Yeah, they're not gonna fuck with you. They're not gonna fuck with you. You feel me? But if you're a good person, you're genuine, you're intentional, mm-hmm. you're smart, you're relatable. Yeah. Because a lot of people start businesses and think they're consistent, just, dependable. Hey, all of that. You feel me? They they buy into that, and that comes to the person, not the business. So yeah, that's how I do it. That's just, that's the secret weapon, right there. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. But uh, yeah, man. Uh, like one of my last questions was like, man, like. What's what's the what's the best thing about Atlanta to you? Like what's what's the what's the best thing to do? Like what's the best part of Atlanta to you? Uh, the best part of Atlanta, I would have to say, is I like the nightlife, bro. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not one of these dudes that's always in a club while in the club. I mean, I used to be, but I go mm-hmm. out. But I go out. My I'm more intentional when I go out. Yeah. Like you can put yourself in environments that you never know who you gonna meet. Mm-hmm. You can be at Escobar chilling. Might run to a producer or something, yeah. or you could be having a drink at the St. Regis mm-hmm. or 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 the W in Midtown mm-hmm. or in Buckhead, mm-hmm. and you may run into somebody or just being in different circles and different environments. You liable to you liable to stumble across something, and it's it's for anybody that got a hustle and a dream out here. I feel like like I'm still learning. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I still got a lot to lose and a lot to do, mm-hmm. and a lot of mistakes to make. But Atlanta is just a, a place where you can really exercise and explore that. Yeah. All right, man. Facts, bro. I mean, we've been talking for like an hour now, bro. You wanna, I love it, bro. Uh, what? Where your hoodie at, bro? Where, where the man, hoodie at, look, man? Like, show look. the camera the hoodie and all of that. Got the yeah. The merch. The merch popping. I do taxes. I do taxes, hoodie man. Come see us, man. We just moved into Buckhead, one hundred tile place. Yeah. Uh, let the listener floor. know where they can follow you out on Instagram and, and oh. social media and everything like that. Most definitely. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at, at jcarp at j c a r p. Mm-hmm. Uh, my business Instagram is at carp tax co c a r p t a x c o. You know, I said we were located at a hundred tile place, man. Come see us. We open twenty four seven, man. Come out. You want to leave your like your business number and all that? Yeah, or definitely. What, man? Um, like, you can hit me on Instagram. Um, yeah, we might as well get right to it since we're on a platform. If you need your taxes done, give me a call. Yeah. 443-220-3368. That's my direct line. I'll be able to, I'll be able to handle you. And if yeah, you yeah, mention yeah. that you heard me on War Report. War Report. Yeah. You get it. You get the it. War you get, Room in the War Report. You get that. it. You get a discount. Hey, um, man. Shout out to that, man. Hey, yeah. this is another episode in the books, man. We've been, we've been talking, man. We're going to have to clean up the part one, second part of that, but. Shit was still pretty smooth. I think yeah. it's going when it when it hit the streets. For sure, edited version. You know what I'm saying? When I get the audio sounds right, it's gonna be For real sure. loopy and everything like that. So definitely a do- another dope episode in the books, man. I'm your gracious host, Jared Adams. Make sure you guys follow me on Instagram, War underscore Report underscore Radio on Twitter, uh, War Report Radio straight through. And uh, man, we out, we out, man. We out, man. I'm gonna have you back, bro. I'm gonna have you back on this. I journey, enjoyed man. it, bro. For don't real, don't even y'all. worry about it, bro. You're gonna be back on this joint in a few months. Man. Love. Don't even worry about it. Uh, All right, we signing out, man. Peace. Holla.